0: Hello, all, and welcome to the first annual BTYL NASCAR Awards. Before Champions Week kicks off in Nashville this weekend and the actual NASCAR Awards are held, I wanted to bring you our own special award show. We'll have five categories of awards for 2023 NASCAR Cup Series season and our drivers. Best race, most heartwarming moment, most clutch performance. See, See what I did there. Best rivalry. And our own version of the What an Idiot Award I'm seeing on the Door Bumper clearer podcast. We're off and running with our first category of best race. Kicking it off here with our best race award of the season. We're going to look at uh, what I believe was the best race of the 2023 season. This award is presented by Wicked Minis as this whole episode of the Below the Align podcast is. Wicked Minis are available at MoonlightMixes.com, Amazon.com. Um, and walmart.com six great flavors they are great on soups salads or just as a handheld snack let's look at our best race of the season now when nascar's fan choice council got together they determined the best race of the year was the chicago street race chicago was a good race it was great for the sports svg winning that's all well and good it was a good race from a racing standpoint the action on track was pretty solid but there's one race that I, you know, in my opinion, and, and most people's opinions trumps this one pretty easily, and that's the spring Kansas race. Um, I don't remember the official race name, but it's that this fantastic battle between Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, two of the greats, uh, two, you know, future Hall of Famers and two of the best out there right now duking it out on the track. Uh, th- those two guys going after it, uh, Hamlin getting into Larson on the back straightaway on the final lap, passing them a race that was filled with. Cautions, crashes, chaos, and just really good racing from green to checkered. Kansas, the spring race at Kansas with uh, Denny Hamlin, the winner, Kyle Larson, coming home, a, uh, an unhappy second place. And then, of course, you had uh, Noah Gregson, Ross Chastain, Duke Adal, on Pitt Road. Some extra action after the fact. Kansas Spring, best race of 2023. Now moving on to our most heartwarming moment of the season. The most heartwarming moment of 2023, this is presented by our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash below the align podcast for just $4 a month. You can get exclusive behind the scenes access and early access to a film or two coming out soon around the holiday season, patreon.com backslash below the align just $4 a month. If you pledge that you'll get special access to some cool stuff coming soon. Join now to be one of our first few members on our Patreon page. This again is no question um, about um, this moment, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinions. And, you know, speaking of that early access, you can get if you pledge just $4 today on our Patreon page. It has a lot to do with it. It's North Wilkesboro coming back. That's the most most heartwarming moment of the season, in my opinion, by a landslide. Uh, I'd never seen North Wilkesboro live in person before. A lot of other fans hadn't either. And, uh, well, I say in person, I watched on TV, but a lot of people hadn't seen it in person or on TV. The stands were packed. I mean, the Truck Tree's practice session was jam-packed. When's the last time that happened? I'll give you an answer. Never. So it's really cool to see a community brought back together. It's really cool to see just a fan base brought together. Because whether you're a new fan, whether you've been watching since June 19th, 1949, most everybody loves North Wolfsboro. And it's a track that's been polarizing to... Some authority figures, a track that's been polarizing to some governments, a track that's been polarizing to the fan base, even at points saying, you know, we can't bring it back or there's no hope. And I was on the no hope bandwagon for a while and seeing it come back, getting to talk uh, with Stephen Wilson from Save the Speedway a few weeks ago, making our Christmas special movie on the return of North wilkes Speedway. It was really special and and um, just bringing that race back in May was very special as a whole, that whole weekend. Our most heartwarming moment of 2023, North Wilkesboro, getting back at it onto the NASCAR schedule. Our third award of the night, who had the most clutch performance of the 2023 NASCAR Cap Series season? Our most clutch performance of the season, pun very much intended, is Ryan Blandy's last four races. You may say, Samuel, how can four races be labeled as the most clutch performance of the year? And it's because they were. They were the four most clutch races of the year. Vegas. A P6 in a in a round where he entered minus 17. He was already well below the cut line. He was DQ'd. The disqualification was rescinded later in the week. But um everybody's saying, Oh, there's no way. Especially after the apparent DQ. And then still people are saying, Oh, there's no way Blaney makes it. Me included. I, I had I had him nowhere close to make the championship four. And then he goes into homestead, doesn't win, but finishes second. Has a great day, leaves plus 10 to the cut line. And then, just to leave no doubt, as Coach Bill Yost would say, and remember the Titans, just to leave no doubt, YRB goes out there and beats the crap out of the field. Martinsville locks himself in to the championship four, And while he wasn't dominant at Phoenix, he made the pass on Kyle Larson with around 21, 22 laps to go in that championship race and sealed his fate in immortality in nascar history ryan blaney his last four races earn our award for the most clutch performance of 2023 a rivalry now who mixed it up with the others out there on the blacktop our best rivalry award this is a tough one to hand out because there was a couple solid rivalries this year from noah gregson versus ross chastain uh kyle larson versus denny hamlin but one i decided on finally was denny hamlin versus the world it may seem like a cop-out but between the people he offended on his podcast between him and chastain him and larson denny hamlin seemed like he had the entirety of planet earth going against no points this year whether you love the guy or hate the guy whether he beat your favorite driver in the bristol night race or not you can't tell me the nascar be better off without denny hamlin he is such a great character, a great driver. because he's still searching for that championship. He's our modern day Mark Martin. But for a guy that seems to bring a lot of hate and a lot of love from both sides of the fan base, I mean, he's just he's just the most interesting guy in the garage area. And I encourage you, if you haven't already, go take a listen to his podcast, Actions Detrimental. It's a great listen. Denny Hamlin versus the world, that wins our greatest rivalry award for 2023. And finally, our own version of the "What an Idiot" award: Who made the most dumbfounded decision out there on the racetrack this season? Our last award is a tie between the chases. Our "What an Idiot" award: The first one goes to Chase Elliott. Look, it was a bad year, broken leg, unfortunate, not his fault. But then you come back and you're in a in a you know in a in a bad situation points wise. Likely gonna have to win to make the playoffs, but you can point your way in. He'd been running solid, top 10, top 12, whatever, having a decent year when he's actually on the racetrack. And then at Charlotte, he gets walled by Denny Hamlin. What does he decide to do in retaliation? Well, just right rear hook Denny Hamlin at 180 miles an hour, send him into the wall and get suspended for a week and lose out on at least 40 valuable points he could have gotten by competing at Gateway. Corey LaJoy filled in, Carson Osivar got his shot in the Cup Series, but then, you know, that doesn't matter now. We're focused on Chase Elliott. Stupid move, bad move, could have cost him maybe not a playoff spot in its entirety, but definitely a better shot at making the postseason. Secondly, our last, I guess, half award of the night goes to Chase Briscoe, who finished 20th in the Coke 600. You may say, Samuel, well, that's a rather unremarkable thing to talk about in this show. It's an award show, after all. What, is award having, uh, what does an award have to do with finishing 20th in Crown race?" Well, I'll tell you what. He finished 20th in that race. He ran around 30th most of the night. But he didn't just run 20th. He didn't just run 30th and finish 20th. He did so with an illegal counterfeit part after Hendrick Motorsports had already had the hammer brought down on them on them multiple times for you know, a similar offense in uh, manufacturing or uh, you know messing with parts of the next gen car which NASCAR explicitly said, you know, don't do that. You finished 30th with an illegal counterfeit part that's supposed to give you an advantage, or you finish 20th, you run 30th on speed with a part that's supposed to give you an advantage. It's a bad look if he had done it and won the race or finished top 10, even top 15. But if you finish finished 20th and run 30th, uh, bad look, man. Chase Briscoe, Chase Elliott, you guys are good drivers. I don't necessarily have anything against you personally, but you win this year's you know, stupidity wars. Just don't do those things again and you will be all right. Well, folks, I thank you for joining me. My name is Samuel Stubbs from the Below the Line podcast. I'll catch you next time and next season when 2024 rolls around.